Hi everyone and welcome once again to all of you that are watching online, whether it be Facebook or YouTube. Thank you so much for allowing us once again to come into your homes. And I'm going to speak tonight to you. And of course, the sermon outline is available for you on the church app. That's there for you. You can follow with us, fill in the blank words. You know what to do. The scriptures are there. And so that is all there for you just to get the word inside of you. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. All right. So we're going to look tonight at Job 42 verse 2. And we're going to look at various translations. As you know, Unstoppable is our theme for 2021. And we are declaring that everything about God that is unstoppable is going to come into your life. The unstoppableness of God in your life is what we are going to decree. Amen. So Job 42 verse 2 in the New Living Translation, uh, Job says, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. And then in God's Word translation, he says, I know that you can do everything and that your plans are unstoppable. The Good News Bible puts it this way. It says, I know, Lord, that you are all-powerful, that you can do everything you want. And then, of course, the message says, I am convinced you can do anything and everything, nothing and no one can upset your plans. Praise the Lord. So let's bow our heads in prayer tonight. Father, as we come to you, we declare that you are our almighty God. You are our unconquerable, invincible God, and that you are unstoppable. And I want to thank you that as your word comes to us tonight, Lord, let the spirit of faith arise on the inside of us. That it doesn't matter what we might have been through in 2020. We know that you are with us, for us, in us. And that if God be for us, who can be against us? So I declare this evening the spirit of faith to arise in the hearts of men and women and to declare the unstoppableness of God in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, so here we go. When you hear the word unstoppable family. What comes to your mind? And what do you think about? Just recently, I was looking at an article that was entitled 30 Behaviors of Unstoppable People. And it was written by a guy who had a PhD degree. A PhD degree. And I thought, wow, uh, you know, 30 behaviors of unstoppable people. Is that even possible? And he mentioned things like, you know, waking up a little bit earlier and and suggests even drinking a little bit more water. And then he speaks about writing down your goals and, and maybe putting your phone on airplane mode more often. And all those are, are great and well and good. But I thought, oh, you know what? Um, you're going to have to have a little bit more than those things to be unstoppable. But I know a lot of people who thought they were unstoppable and then their wife or husband left them or the bottom fell out of their businesses and they folded up and closed shop, or they got caught out in some illegal business activity and they landed in prison, or or they got caught using performance-enhancing drugs and, and their gold medals and their first place positions were stripped from them. But you hear the word unstoppable quite often, and it certainly has a great ring to it, and I think We gravitate towards that word because I think it resonates with our spirit. 
And it kind of fits in with the eternal part of us that makes us feel invincible and unstoppable. And I checked out the meaning of unstoppable and saw some similar words, words that mean unstoppable. And here is what I found. It means to be irrepressible. That's coming up on your slide. It means relentless, unbeatable. It means to be fearless. It means to be unwavering. It means to be unbounded, invincible, unconquerable, limitless, and bulletproof. Wow, that's quite a mouthful. You know what? If you could just maybe meditate on those words and contemplate on the unstoppableness of God and Him being unstoppable in your life, in your marriage, in your business, I think that we could expect something great to happen. But unstoppable is a term that is used in various arenas of society. We hear it in the sports arena, in the business arena, in the political arena, in the music and entertainment arena. And here's the truth, family. Every sports dynasty, every successful business, every legendary icon, every diva, every athlete, every entertainer, And ultimately, every person will eventually come to nothing. The only true unstoppable force in this world comes from God. Can I say that again? And it's on your slide there. The only truly unstoppable force in this world comes from God. And Job, in Job 42 and 2, said, If I know one thing about my God, is that he can do anything, anytime, anyhow, any place, and nobody, absolutely nobody can stop him. And actually, when you come to the book of Job, it's, it's actually quite an interesting book. Here's, here's a JPEG of Job. I don't know what he looked like, but let's assume he looked like this. And Jewish tradition ascribes Moses as being the author, having written it whilst he was living in Midian. And if that is true, then that would make the book of Job the oldest book in the Bible. And when you look at that book, you have to, I mean, you, you, you come to terms with the fact that here is Job, a great man, a great man of faith, facing all kinds of hardships and difficulties as a result of a conversation between God and Satan. And it seemed as if all of hell had been unleashed upon his life, and he lost Just about everything, all of his wealth, all of his family, and all of his health. And then you have these friends that come, and they try and comfort him and counsel him. But basically what they did is they just condemned him and judged him. And everybody, including his wife, just basically said, you know, why don't you just give up on God? But nothing would stop Job from serving and loving his God. And that's an incredible thing. You know, most people, when they read the book of Job, they think that Job is all about pain and suffering and affliction, but actually all but a few pages of Job focus on the problem. The book of Job is not, let me repeat that, the book of Job is not about the problem of pain and suffering at all. Yes, I know there are the details of that pain and affliction, and those details are there just to serve as the ingredients of the story, the stuff of which it is made, not the central theme. 
It would be like a cake. And here's a, a picture of a cake, a beautiful cake. And, uh, and we can say that, you know, when we look at the cake, the cake is not about the eggs, the flour, the milk, and the sugar, all right? And the baker, all right, we know that the baker merely uses those ingredients in the process of creating the cake. And in the same way, Job is not about the sufferings and afflictions. Those are merely the ingredients to bring about the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is what? That the book of Job is really about the spirit of faith. And I thank God that we come from a household of faith, that the Durban Christian Center is a house of faith. Hallelujah. And the message of faith and the spirit of faith is not just for a few people, but every person living on planet Earth. Family, right there in your rooms, in your living rooms, wherever you might be, I want you to lift up your hands and say these words after me. It's coming up on your screen. I am a faith person that has a faith covenant with a faith God. In fact, the very name Job not only means persecuted and afflicted, but it also means a coming back in Jesus' name. Now, you and I might have been knocked down, but we're coming back. We might have lost a couple of things in 2020, but we are coming back in Jesus' name. We might have lost our way here and there, but uh, in 2021, we are coming back. Hallelujah. We might have lost a few rounds, but I tell you what, we have not lost the fight, and we are coming back to win this fight of faith in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And I know that a lot has happened in 2020, and maybe you have lost wealth, and maybe there have been some family members. I know I've lost some family members, and maybe your health has taken a bit of a turn, but I want to declare to you the spirit of comeback and restoration upon you and your family in Jesus' name. Come on, right there in your homes, lift up your hands right now. I declare the spirit of comeback and restoration upon your families, upon your marriages, upon your businesses, upon your finances, upon, upon everything that your hand touches. My God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we declare it. And here's the thing about Job. Job refused to allow his problems to affect his relationship with God. If that's the one lesson that I've learned through this 2020 COVID pandemic, come on, it's, I'm not, we're not going to allow this pandemic and anything else that it brings with it, we're not going to allow it to affect our relationship with God. When we look at Job, we see that the bigger the problem, the bigger he saw his God. The bigger the problem, the bigger he saw his God. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that those problems are not big. They might be big. But your God and my God is bigger. Hallelujah. Come on. That thing might be, might be hitting you hard, but our God is bigger. And no wonder that Job was able to say in chapter 19, verse 25, he said, For I know, I know, I know. I know that I know, I know within my spirit that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. Hallelujah. Come on, you and I. Job, Job was, was probably saying, 
I've been through some stuff, but I know that my Redeemer lives. And if my Redeemer lives, I know that He is alive. I serve a living God, and He is a big God. And I'm here to tell you tonight, family, that we serve a big God. He's a big God who is all-powerful, all-knowing, and everywhere all at the same time. And yes, you've heard me say it, and I'm going to say it again. He is large and in charge. Your God and my God is large and in charge, and nothing and no one can stop our God. Can you say amen? We serve an unstoppable God. Come on, lift your hands and say that after me. I serve an unstoppable God. One more time. I serve an unstoppable God. And the thing about God is that God is always moving. Don't you just love that about God? You know, man tries to put God in a box, but God is always moving. And I know that He's the Lord our God, and He doesn't change or changeth not. And I know the Scriptures declare that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I get that, but I also know that He is always moving because His Spirit is always moving. And right now, I'm believing and trusting that He's moving in your life. I'm believing right now that He's moving in your marriages, in your businesses, in your families. Come on, hallelujah. His kingdom, God's kingdom, is always advancing. Always, 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 always. And nothing in heaven and earth can stop the forward movement and progression of God. Nothing in heaven and on earth and beneath the earth can stop the forward movement and progression of God. We cannot stop what God is doing, no matter what a man or a woman or a government or a person does on the face of the earth. You know, family, when Jesus was teaching the disciples how to pray in Matthew 6 and from verse 9, he says, In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So the very first thing that he teaches was how that we come and hallow the name and declare the greatness of God. And right after that, he says, Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So in other words, when we look at that prayer, we know Jesus was teaching his disciples that nothing, absolutely nothing, can stop the sovereign will of God. And nothing, absolutely nothing, can stop the advancing kingdom of God. In another place, Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against against it. That sounds like an unstoppable God. That sounds like an unstoppable kingdom. Nothing, no government, no law, no demon spirit, no earthly power, no philosophy, and no person on earth can stop God's will and God's purposes from being accomplished. Which brings me to my next slide. God always trumps in the end. Can I say that one more time? God always trumps trumps in the end. In other words, he gets the last say. In other words, I've read the the last page in this book, and we win because our God is unstoppable. 
He is the great I am. And his power, glory, and greatness are beyond human comprehension. Can I say that again? Don't try and put the power and the glory and the greatness of God into your mind. It, it, it just doesn't compute. But his power, glory, and greatness are beyond, beyond human comprehension. You know, sadly, we're living in a day and age where we have not just forgotten about God, but about who this God really is. We've lost sight of the greatness of our God. And I believe the Spirit of God tonight wants to help point you back so that we once again can see the greatness of our God. Hallelujah. That we can once again be reminded of His power, of His might, of His ability to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or dream or think or imagine. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you that absolutely nothing can stop God from doing what he purposes to do. And you know what? He wants to do it through our lives, through you and me. And he is an unstoppable God. His spirit is unstoppable. His kingdom is unstoppable. His word, the living word of God is unstoppable. His love for humanity is unstoppable. And to reach souls is unstoppable. His grace is unstoppable. His power, the power of God is unstoppable. The glory of God is unstoppable. And his blessings, come on, his blessings are unstoppable. In Jesus' name. Come on, I want you to get it into your heart that we serve an unstoppable God. There is nothing, no one on this earth that can stop the plans of God concerning your family, concerning your marriage, concerning your very destiny. God has put giftings and talents on the inside of you so that you can fulfill what he called you to do. And we serve an unstoppable God. You know, in the book of Acts, when the church started, I mean, things were happening with Peter and James and John, and people were getting healed. The first day, 3,000 people get saved, and then after that, 5,000 people. And there's a great and mighty stir in the city, so much so that the chief priests and the scribes and the Pharisees and all the officials, you know, they're actually quite disturbed about what's happening in their city. And they try and repress and they try and suppress and they try and stop the disciples and try and quieten them down. But they couldn't do that. Why? Because God is unstoppable. Hallelujah. And so Gamaliel in Acts chapter 5 gets up, and this is what he says in verse 38, and I'm reading in the Amplified. He said, now in the present case, because they didn't know what to do with these disciples, they didn't know what to do with this church. And he says, now in the present case, let me say to you, stand off, withdraw from these men, and let them alone. For if this doctrine or purpose or undertaking or movement is of human origin, it will fail. In other words, be overthrown and come to nothing. But if it is of God, you will not be able to stop it. You will not. Why? Because he's an unstoppable God. He says, if it's of God, you'll not be able to stop it or overthrow it or destroy him, destroy them. You might even be found to be fighting against God. Why? Because God is 
your God and my God is unstoppable in Jesus' name. I want to pray for you right there and then. Father, thank you for your word that has come to us tonight. I declare not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of God, that the Spirit of faith, even as the Word of God has come to us, God, I thank you that faith has been made alive in our hearts, that we are your people, a people who were once not a people, but now are the people of God. And you have placed within us giftings and talents and callings and the very purposes of God lie within us, my God. And we refuse to, to be denied. We refuse to be intimidated. God, we're not going to allow this COVID pandemic. We're not going to allow anything happening in this world. We're not going to allow the mindset of the world the philosophy of the world to interrupt what you want to do in and through our lives. God, I want to thank you. Let the Word of God arise on the inside of us. Let God, by His Spirit, by His anointing, by His power and might, let God arise on the inside of us, Lord. And I want to thank you in the name of Jesus as we come against the spirit of fear that has come against people, Lord, and even brought intimidation and anxiety and, and caused people to lose sight and direction of where God wants to take them. Tonight, Lord, I thank you that there comes a clarity. Tonight, as we say goodbye to 2020 and we invite 2021, we invite the unstoppableness of God into our lives. That, Lord, you would continue to work your work in us. Work your work in our marriages. Work your power in us. Work your healing in us. Work your restoration in us. Work your love in us, God. We declare that everything about you is unstoppable. And tonight, Lord, I thank you. Let the people of God arise. Lord, I thank you tonight that they would, that they would see their gifting, that they would see their purpose. Let the clarity of the purpose of God come to our hearts tonight that we can move into 2021 with certainty, with a steadfastness anointed by the Spirit of God, knowing that our God is unstoppable in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. So I want you to know, family, that because God is unstoppable and that God is for us, with us, and in us. Come on, everything about the plans of, of God, the will of God for your life, you know, is unstoppable, actually. It's unstoppable, hallelujah. It's unstoppable, hallelujah. And so tonight, I want to just pray for those of you that say, you know what, I'm away from God, and things have happened in 2020 that I'm not too proud of. Whatever it is, Maybe you have no peace with God and you're away from God for whatever reason. And I want to tell you, friend, don't do not go into 2021 without having made right with God. Do not go into 2021 without having the peace of God, without having received God's forgiveness. His grace and His love and His mercy is available to the whosoever. God is not, He doesn't have exclusive people, and it's not just about a certain group of people. He's for everybody. And this message, the message of love and forgiveness, is for everybody. And if tonight you say, you know what, John, I've, I've been away from God, and 
things have deteriorated. And, and I heard you, and I, and I feel the Spirit of God prompting me today. And the Spirit of God is, is prompting hearts right now. I feel that in my heart, that there's those of you that are away from God, and maybe you're hesitating to come back. You can come back. You, you don't have to allow condemnation to gain the upper hand. You do not need for guilt and shame and embarrassment to stop you. Why? Because God's love for you is greater than that guilt and that shame and that embarrassment. So you can come tonight. You can open your heart and God will receive you as you are. You don't need to change yourself. Come as you are and God will change you. And I want you to pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I come tonight in Jesus' name just as I am with all of my faults, my shame, my embarrassment, and I give you my life. And I thank you for receiving me and welcoming me and loving me and forgiving me. Right now, I receive eternal life and the forgiveness of all of my sins. And with my heart, I believe, and with my mouth, I confess that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And tonight, I am changed I belong to you, and I will never be the same. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. God bless you.